We're back. Another Cowboys and Coffee podcast here. I'm Paul D. You spent yesterday in Boston. How's it going? How was your time in Boston? It was the best. Oh, man, so much fun. Hanover Street, walk on up and down. You know, was it uh, Patrick's? What is the pastry? Mike. Um, Mike's. Mike's. Oh, Mike's. So oh, it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. <laughs> North End is really great. Really yeah, the good. North End, we end up eating at um, Salty Girls Ooh, restaurant. Oh, yeah. man, I'm telling you, it was. And the waiter, man, was top of the line, top of the line waiter. Walking through the North End, man, yeah. it smells incredible. Yeah. Listen, I'm breaking the rules. I'm drinking a Pepsi right now. I'm not drinking a coffee, so this would be Cowboys uh, and Pepsi co- podcast. I should have got me a Pepsi. That's what I needed. Listen, I should have got me maybe something harder with this, what the Cowboys are doing with a lot of these trades. And uh, let's let's just begin here. Cowboys today traded Amari Cooper and a sixth round pick to the Browns for a fifth and a sixth round pick. So essentially, they get Amari for a fifth rounder. There's a lot going on here, a lot move, a lot of moving pieces. And here's my biggest issue. We always say Jerry is honest and open and very yes, he is with the media. Yep. I think too much so. They're, of course. They're mailing it. They're air mailing to other teams what they're doing. And they're devaluing their players who they want to move on from. You know, oh, now, now they're going to try and t- trade Amari after they've already been. Stephen Joe's been like, oh, we're not sure about his future with the team. Well, why are you saying this stuff? Shut your freaking mouth. Be like, we want him. He's a valuable part of our team. We want. We see him with us going forward, and then then t- try and trade him. There's, there's no guile, no no gamesmanship at all with these guys. All right, so it flips back to me. Fifty-one forty-nine, Jerry. The trade is for the twenty million dollars, people. Yes. That's a trade. 20, don't, it's not fifth rounder and Cooper. Capped up. You're not getting equal trades for, for draft picks like you. That, that went away about 10 years ago. Uh, uh, now, you have the Wentz gave up for a starting quarterback. Quarterbacks are you different, have, yeah. Right. Quarterbacks are a different thing. Uh, Cooper, which we – I'm a Cooper guy, always been, always will be, high character. I've been sitting right in front of him. He's right next to Dak. Dak with comb his hair, and Cooper's right there with the comb. I, I get all that. Was it a statement about Cousins? I don't know. Could look into it. But the trip, the, the trade is for the $20 million they needed. That's a had to be done, unfortunately. It, 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 I don't know if the word had to be done. Now, you're, you're second. Everybody likes to second guess this, and you should to us. We're entitled to our opinions. Give me $20 million. Where are you going to get it? What are they going to do with the 20 million? That's my question. What are they doing? They sign the safety and get Wagner. Everybody's coochie coochie. Right. Here's the thing. You, you can't pay top dollar to guys who aren't going to pay, uh, excuse me, play like they're top dollar players. Marga is owed $20 million this year. And that's top. That's the highest paid receiver in the league. Mike Williams just signed a contract this year for $20 million. It, the Cowboys are paying Amari 
for elite receiver status, and they didn't like a couple things. Number one, Jerry was ticked off that he didn't get vaccinated. He missed a couple games because of it. When Jerry was very clear that the expectation for everyone was to be vaccinated so you wouldn't miss games. That's number one. Number two, they didn't like how a playoff game, he really didn't show up. How many how many hundred yard receiving games did Amari have this year? Do you know? Yeah, I know. How many do you think? I think he had none. One. Week yeah. one against the Bucks. Right. That's right. it. Right. You know, it's the interesting thing because immediately he came over in a trade this first year. Everything it, it made a difference. Yes. Dak's numbers, forget about the season ending game and all that, but the overall Dak's numbers was a great season. Absolutely. And Cooper and Cooper was not having his 15, you know, his 1110 touchdowns and 80 catches. Yeah, I totally didn't have that. Right. He did. But somehow Dak still had a great year. So you feel me? You understand where I'm going with this? If you told me Dak was going to play 16 out of 17 games and throw for 4,400 yards and 37 touchdowns, right. would you have been upset at the beginning of the year? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. The number – it wasn't that it hurt – that two games that he missed hurt the team. Yes. Those two games hurt the team. Now, I'm from the responsibility to say, listen, that's his own call. But unfortunately, in that professional realm, it hurt the team. Is he the best route runner? You see everybody making comments about trades. All these players who get on, especially the professionals, take care of your own contract, mind your own business on your own team, okay? There's enough of those guys out there. Go do your own thing and worry about your own contract. And they know that's pretty much – that's an unwritten rule. You get your money, whatever. Right, right. Okay? Right. We've seen it. This is not the first time at the end of somebody's contract they cut them, okay? Oh, people, people are so hello, Cowboy fans. This is not the first time that an owner said, mm, uh, I don't think we're going to do this now. Well, it's not the, the first time. People knew the Cowboys were over the cap. They needed to make some tough decisions. And the Cowboys decided, rather than restructure, 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 which they did a little bit, don't get me wrong, but rather than try and restructure everybody and keep extending the problem, you just address it now. There's no dead cap with Amari. You're traded in. You got out from $20 million. You have to make tough decisions with the salary cap. That's what it takes. And if you say CD's back, he's the true number one. You're going to re-sign Gallup. They're still talking about re-signing Sed Wilson. You got a one, two, three. Are they the best receiving core in football? No. Are they good? Absolutely. Tough decisions got to be made. You got you, you to gotta do something. There's Now, there's contracts they've given out that have hurt the team. I don't think Amari was one of them, but I think his time was up. The writing's on the wall. There's no dead cap. You got to make a move. You just cleared $20 million just like that. As we're sitting here right now, they have $36 million in cap space, which is the most sixth most in the league right now. They had $36 million? After the trade. And that really? doesn't include who we're talking about next, Lyle Collins. Now, Lyle Collins has not lived up to his contract. You're going to be hurt, you're going to be suspended, and you're going to be lazy. One, two, three. Three strikes. They said, listen, you can go find yourself a team. Have fun in Cincinnati. I've seen some trade offers that look like a third round or a second and a fourth. I'll take a second and a fourth. I'll take a third rounder for him. I, I, I wish he had panned out, but he's been hurt, he's been suspended, and he's been lazy. 
All the above, huh? And where did that first time you've heard that telling you? And we liked him coming in the league. We love them when getting drafted. His name was cleared of that LSU um, terrible story. Yes. Um, he is a, was a scout leader, whatever. What do you call those? Um, Eagle scout. Yes. He was an Eagle scout. Highly character guy uh, of, of having that, you know, doing that type of uh, Boy Scout stuff. Um, we love them. But something happens, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen. Getting suspended, the way he got suspended was horrible, unprofessional, the, the whole thing. It just, that was a sign saying he don't want to play football. He don't want to play football. I'm telling you, he's, uh, you, you put it on, I'm saying it right now. Let's something, because sometimes you get, you you hit rock bottom as Carter, Chris Carter did, and, and you recover from, from certain situations in your life. And you get it, and he's a Hall of Famer, Chris Carter. Um, he got sold about for a hundred dollars, you know what I mean? One of those deals right, with the right. Eagles. Unless that happens, he's gonna go somewhere and be a bum. I, I know be about and we're Collins guys, a bum. I remember seeing him walking in the stadium. That guy was so classy, so so charismatic, you could see it dripping off him. But unfortunately, Mm, I'm not saying he's a partying guy. I don't say he's doing that stuff and womanizing. Right. I don't know that business. Right. But That's, I saw that him. was Martellus Bennett, big problem. He was a big partier and he really never took it seriously. I mean, you get some right. high weight and that's one thing, but he had a big problem with, he was, he was part yeah. of Martellus nightlife. That's not, that's not Lyle Collins. That's just, As we know. Right. Yeah. he's 29. You've been injured and you've been injured a lot. You don't get healthier in your 30s. I don't know who has to hear this. You don't get healthier in your 30s, particularly as a as a professional athlete. I'm coaching track and field the other day, and I'm lifting with these kids to show them how to do the proper technique. I'm throwing discus with them. Guess what? My back's hurting, right? I'm just sore. It just it just it just feels different in your 30s. Listen, I'm fine. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not having the snot beat out of me in football. That's my point. I don't see him going to his 30s, being paid, counting 15 million against the cap. But you can't be a top five cap hit at your position and not play like a top five player. And you, that's you what Cowboys are doing. That's what they're they're clearing the cap of these guys who they have to get under the cap, and they're clearing these contracts out of these guys who are just not performing at that level. And honestly, end of the next year, Zeke's the next one. It's the reality of it. Um, and and and. Listen, Colin's not a Pro Bowl player, so you're not going to get high. If you get a pick for him, it'll be a fifth rounder. Fourth, you're lucky to get a fourth round. If he was a two-time Pro Bowler, yeah, maybe. But unfortunately, no. Uh, I don't know if they're going to keep him now. Who knows? We'll see down the road. But mm -mm. no. You don't think he's worth, to the Bengals, a pick? You know what I mean? I think the Peng the Bengals is a team that would be love to get a guy like that who at least has some pedigree. They have a ton of cap space. They've Listen, been talked about. Uh, I'll take a fifth round pick for him, get him out. So I think, I think if I'm be. Cincinnati, say, "Listen, I got a fourth rounder. That's the best I can do." Uh, Dallas should take it. Cincinnati, it would be silly for them not to take a shot at him with a fourth rounder. Yeah. And because that line is, uh, they're really bad. Yeah, talk about really Amari bad. Cooper. The, the trade value for Amari Cooper, I think the Jets were really silly not to go and throw a fourth-round pick for Amari because I think they could have really used that for Zach Wilson. Uh, they could have – if they had thrown a fourth-round pick to the Cowboys for Amari, I think the Cowboys would have made that, that trade and the Jets would have had a legit number one receiver 
And everyone else I would, yeah, yeah. Position. I would, if the Jets, I would have done a, a fourth rounder. They have the cap. cap space. There's no reason right. not to. You know, the Browns made a good move. And also, you know, not to deal with other teams necessarily, but the Browns are going to try and make a real swing for Deshaun Watson now and turn around and flip Baker to someone like the Bucks. It's going to be crazy. The next couple – next week is going to be nuts. <laughs> but I'm talking about Cowboys, and I really want – I, you know, I do. We do this all the time every offseason, but I think there might be something to this one. Bobby Wagner coming to the Cowboys. I think he might want to play for Dan Quinn. I think the Cowboys wanted him before. Remember, it came down to Bobby Wagner or Zach Martin, if I recall correctly. Was it Bobby Wagner? Zach Martin? Cowboys were looking at him in, in the draft. Mm hmm. And they didn't get to him. So he felt he went somewhere else. Who who did they? Hold on. Now I don't I... remember that. Yeah, I, I don't remember that story. I don't, we were watching. I don't remember what, what went on, if they were looking at him or not. As far as that goes, I don't recall. 2012 draft. Mm-hmm. He's taken in the second round at right. 47. And Lawrence was second round? Or Bennett? Where were the Cowboys in 2012 with that pick? Yeah. yeah. Mo Claiborne in the first round. Well, okay. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh. A bum one. Bum. Who was it? Yuck. No, it was Mo Claiborne in the first round. They traded up to get him. Right, right. Yeah. Yuck. I know. Yuck. Listen, Cowboys have to make some moves. Bobby Wagner is a move worth making because you can move Parsons down to D end. You can re-sign Randy Gregory. And now have still Gregory. And it looks like they're keeping Demarcus Lawrence. And have Wagner there. I mean, you have the makings of a real linebacking core. Uh, Jabril Cox will be back. And Anthony Hitchens says he wants to come back and sign with the Cowboys, believe it or not. That's strange, isn't it? Isn't that strange? Why would he want to come back? It's strange. Love being in Dallas. It's strange. Yeah, he wanted to come. He wants to come back to Dallas. He got his ring. Got his ring. Yeah, he got his ring. That, that's that. Listen, Bobby Wagner would really be. That would make I feel I feel like a lot of people would feel a lot better if they walked away from this offseason and say, okay, no Amari Cooper, a lot of Collins is gone. But you've taken that money and you put it into Bobby Wagner. Like, oh, that's a different ballgame. Again, you got $20 million for one move. Yeah, it's not that uh, you know, I wish they didn't have to trade Amari. I wish Lyle Collins wouldn't be a total bum. Don't get me wrong, but they had to make the moves. And now that they have the cap space. The question is, what do they do with it? You know, Dalton, Schultz, Dalton Schultz gets the franchise tag at $10 million. They're going to work out a long-term deal, and people are like, oh, that's bad. Well, Blake Jarwin got released. It looks like his hip is so bad. It might be career-ending for him. Yeah, yeah. And and that he was, was yeah. such a great he, – he was a phenomenal athlete. They talk about him being the best athlete on a team. Yeah, you know, to, to, to cut him, you know, really, and they liked him a lot. It, it must be bad to the point where he can't really play anymore. And right. 
Schultz is going to benefit from playing with Dak. You sign him to a long-term deal, move that number down from $10 million, you get more mm-hmm. cap room. You know, this opens it up to sign Bobby Wagner and, and keep adding pieces, keep doing what you got to do. Um, my main concern is getting a left guard. We know I like Wagner, bring now. Wagner in. I, 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 I think that really takes that defense to another level. His leadership, the whole thing, he still has play in him. I, I need to straighten out that offensive line. You have to straighten that offensive line out. If you're going to tell me that they're going to take this cap room, right, with these re-signings and whatever, sign Bobby Wagner, sign Brandon Scherf, or sign Bobby Wagner, draft one of these guys in the draft like Zion Johnson or something like that in this first round, I'm good with that. Steal. They really like Steele. He's improved every single year in the league these last couple of years. He played well when Collins missed time this year. I mean, he's done just fine. So uh, I think that's where they're going to roll with. You put a real left guard in there, solidify the middle. That's, I think, a, a solid offseason, all things considered. I know there's a lot of doom and gloom with Cowboys fans now, but you got to make lemonade out of lemons, baby. Um, they're still the best team in the East. They're still they have the best quarter. Yeah. Giants are better. We'll talk about the other teams and, you know, Wentz. We, we went on talk about other teams. Um, let them deal with their own problems. Uh, we, you know, the, the argument out there, we're creating our own, we're our own worst enemy. We are on the football field, our own worst enemy. What Jerry and the rest of the uh, organization in the Sun um, are we our own worst enemy? Look at the players, look what they got. Everybody thinks they're more talented than they are. So, so they, then the, I don't know how bad it's getting. You know what I mean? As far as that goes, twenty million dollars. What do you do with the twenty? That's that's where mine is. Okay, you made the deal. You didn't get the. You, we don't get a second round pick and get. You're not going to get a first round pick and get rid of twenty million dollars. And and then they're gonna if they can dump Collins another ten million right there out of salary. I know it's fifteen against the cap, but the way dead cap works, I think they're opening up another ten million dollars if Law Collins is traded rather than outright released. So I think that's a smart. I think that's a smart way to start to reuse. You know, utilize that cap space and. They're, they're not kicking the can down the road like the Saints are. The Saints are still restructuring, restructuring. And it's like, well, okay, well, you're still rolling in with Taysom Hill at quarterback next year. Cowboys have Dak. They're the best quarterback in the division. He's better than Carson Wentz. He's better than Daniel Jones. And the Giants have talked about signing Mitch Trubisky. They swung in the Eagles, Jalen Hurts. And both the Eagles and Giants tried to swing for Russ, Russell Wilson and Russ said no to them and went to the Broncos because their rosters weren't as good. Right. He turned them down, especially the Eagles. The Eagles were all in, and Russ said, no thanks. But the Cowboys actually have a team that will compete for the NFC East, if healthy, they have the best quarterback in the division still. Oh, so the real question is, losing Cooper, you think it's a drop-off in the receivers and all that? Well, if they're healthy, No. You know, what else could these guys do last year? What else, is Dak going to fall to 3,400 yards next season? I don't think so. Right. I think if right. he's healthy and the receivers right. are healthy, Gallup yeah. comes back healthy from the knee, 
said Wilson will get a lot more run in the three, and Dak loves him on the field. Yeah. And CD is going to step up as the number one receiver. I don't know that there's much drop off. I think it's now, a lot more doom and gloom than people are kind of realizing. Of course, of course they are. I mean, it, that's the uh, Cowboys. Take, when you when you look at when you look at the uh, free agents and drafts, especially free agents, you always have to you have the cap available. It's always have to look big picture. You can't look one. You got to look big picture all the time. Yeah. That's what these guys do. They, they, they have the salary in front of them. They have they understand the comings and goings of, of the monies. It's big picture. You you got you you got twenty million dollars in another pick from a guy who's been that was a, he was average last year. He's average. Right, right. Yeah, he was an average route receiver. Yep. Uh, he didn't have a thousand yards. Right. Didn't for the first time with the Cowboys. Listen, I'm glad the Cowboys traded for him at the time. He was worth the number one pick. You yes. know, he wasn't a troublemaker. He's a good dude. He worked hard. Is he worth $20 million to get 68 catches, 865 yards, and eight touchdowns? Unfortunately, the reality is no. And like I said before, you can't pay elite money for guys who aren't going to play elite football. And everybody thinks, he, you know, everybody, we also – we hear this all the time, top three or four route runners in the league. I get that. He, he's skilled. He's very skilled at his position. Absolutely. But if you rank him, he's, he's not in the top 10. No, he's not. Unfortunately. He's not in the top 10. I thought he's borderline Amari, but he's definitely not top five. Right. Right. Not, not top five. seven or eight. He's more no. in the nine, 10, 12 range. And that, right. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been over me, Spencer, yourself. We've been over there. Yes. He's not Jamar Chase. He's not Justin no. Jefferson, Devontae Adams. I mean, there's a lot of guys. Oh, oh absolutely. Diggs. He's not Diggs. There's right. a lot of them. Diggs. I mean, yeah. it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to put him. You know, it's certainly not Cooper Cup. And there's Debo Samuel. Like, we're at seven, eight guys right, right. there. Uh, of last year. Now, Samuel had one good year, but. Right, we're talking about off last year, the rankings of last year. Tyree rankings Hill. of last year, no way. He's not even top 15. Right, right. Tyree Hill. Right, exactly. You know, Chris Godwin's out there. There's a lot of good players right. out there. So, right. you know, I, I just don't think you could justify that paycheck. And you got to you gotta do what you got to do, man. You got to move on. People get so upset that they have to move on from these players. And I understand what Amari was to this team, but this is why you draft guys and you pay, pay them other money. Gallup's got to step up. CD's got to be a number one. We have to add, we have to go and make a telephone call and ask somebody. Do organizations always ask, do you want to take a pay cut and stay? If they say, yeah, they all, you know, if this our organization said to Armand, you know, Cooper, you want to? We need a pay cut. Do you stay? I mean, we tank or he's, he's saying it. He wouldn't take a pay cut. Whatever that you know, according to what was reported, right? You know right, what I mean. Right. But that's the question I'm going to ask. I, I'm going to make a call and ask. Well, because if he says no, I, I, I if the answer is no. He did not want to take a pay cut. Then there you go. That that's your. Ship and what are you going to do? Yeah, there's not right. really much you can do at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta do what you can. And do. by the way, that certain wide receiver that on Facebook was on this that um, Buffalo Bills wide receiver played with the Cowboys. Cole Beasley. Oh, 
Oh, organizations uh, push to, I mean, really? You're going to come out there and trash your or, a professional organization? Yeah, and saying that, you know, the organization is pushing for certain players to get the ball? What? You know, Cole Beasley talks what? a lot of trash for someone. The Cowboys literally went after Cole Beasley. He, were, he was about to retire early in his career, and the Cowboys talked him back into staying, and he made himself – a lot of money and then to go ahead and trash the Cowboys and a lot of people on the way out. You know, he talks a lot of smack for a guy who's just a slot receiver and has never won anything. You know what I mean? Like, and now he's looking for another team again. So, so he, I, I just thought it was so it, it was beyond unprofessional to say the least. It was just, it was just, you know, something like a punk attitude about it. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. Jerry talked him in to come back in, to come back to, to play football. Yeah, and then ended up paying him, and then you're going to trash these guys on the way out. You could have been a bank teller making 60000 a year if you're lucky. And instead, you have generational wealth now, so I don't really yep. want to hear it. And he's going to go ahead and trash these people. No big deal if he goes and signs a four-year, $29 million deal with the, the bills, $14 million guarantee. That's what he got. And he wouldn't have had that if he wasn't with the Cowboys. He could dunk, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's another really Yeah, yeah. He could dunk. He's not a big – I remember we got on the sideline and meeting him. You know, we met him on the sideline. Oh, you know when cool. we met him? He was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met him. But he's yeah, 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 yeah. But, you yeah, know, yeah. go ahead and, and trash Jerry and stuff like that or the Cowboys organization. It's like, no, bro, no, yeah, you yeah, – yeah, Come on. You come wouldn't on. have – you would be poor. You would be yeah. us. If Jerry said to you, say, okay, good luck in your future, you would never have $40 million. Right. <laughs> you, you, would, you would not have $40 million because they paid him 20 and I think he got money from the bills or something like that. So it's 40 million. You wouldn't got, you would not got $40 million. <laughs> yep. yep. So, I mean, it's just, yeah. Uh, Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it. And then you're going to go trash the teams. You made 38 million in your career. You do 6 million this year to be at 44. Yeah. Even if you're taxed half of that in Dallas, there's no estate income tax. So you're making right. that all bit like, like, come on, man. And then you're going to trash them on the way out. That's what bothered me. That's really what bothered me with Cole Beasley. That was, ugh, that's annoying. But listen. I know there's a lot of people really upset with the Cowboys, really upset with Steven, and they're going to have to draft well. But who doesn't? They got to make a move unless you're the Rams, and the Rams had Aaron Donald, right? And they had other players they drafted well. It, it, a lot of it is on the coaching staff this year. What does McCarthy do? It's his third season. I thought they have improved. I thought they're we've seen improvement from players under McCarthy. How is he going to improve this team this year without Amari, without Lyle Collins? We'll have Steele stepping up, the other guys stepping up. How does his offensive coordinator improve? Is McCarthy working with Kellen Moore to improve his play calling? And what can Dan Quinn do again this year on the defensive side? If he can have a you know average to above average defense, the offense can score, and Kellen Moore can kind of put it together in the red zone. Again, this is a team that could still win the NFC East, and whatever happens, the playoffs happens. You know, just got to get there. But I'm sick and tired of not making NFC Championship games and these duds happening. This is it for McCarthy. It's win or go home, baby. 
you know, it's like, you know what I feel like? Uh, I feel like I got major surgery and I'm just starting to get into uh, using my elbow to eat spaghetti. Mm-hmm. It's still that one last loss. And, and, and again, I'm going to repeat it again. Jerry could have a fly in his room to report it. There was 10 flies in the room. It, it's impossible to not have a story on the Dallas Cowboys. Impossible that a day goes by without somebody reporting how bad they are doing or their decisions or whatever. Right, right. They don't talk about they don't talk about the commanders and how horrible the franchise they've been and how they're betting it all on a quarterback who literally has had two smart front offices get sick of him and kick him out and say, nah, we're good here. That's right. what that's what I think is scary about Carson Wentz. You've had a couple yeah. Oh, yeah. front offices be like, you know what? This guy, and you could point to his stats last year, 27-7. The Colts were not happy with him as a leader in the clubhouse and how he played in the field. And guess what? Last year, he had one of the best lines in the league, the best running back in the league. You're not getting that Washington, Jack. You're not getting that offensive line play in Washington. You're not. And Gibson's good. Don't get me wrong. You have weapons, but you're not getting that quality of play. What's what do you expect of Carson Wentz? I don't expect him to win the division, and that defense is phony. They were they were shown to be fake last year. Right, right. The year before that, they beat up on bad teams. They they got torched by good teams. So not going to be easy for them. The one one quick thing on the uh, on the Redskins, uh, their coaches commanders. Yeah, yeah. His coach, the Commodores, the Conquistadors, whatever the names. <laughs> the coach is a great guy, great human being, but it's, it's time for him to retire. It's, 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 it's run out. That's all there is to it. Ron Rivera is nothing but uh, um, Jeff Fisher 2.0. Yeah, yeah, it's Jeff, Jeff Fisher 2.0. Yeah. I mean, so. how many – he has three winning seasons in his career. Three. Mm-hmm. One four with Carolina. 15 and one in Carolina, 11 and five in Carolina. That's over 11 years. Yeah, answers that. Thank you. Keep, so, let me take that back. That Washington team, please keep them. But go ahead. <laughs> back to the Cowboys. Listen, Don McCarthy to get Kellen Moore on the right page and figure it out, move forward. That's a big thing for me. You can have all the other pieces in the world. They're going to draft who they're going to draft. We'll talk about that in a later episode, but. They have to get the head coach. The, the coaches have to figure out how to utilize these guys better than they did last year. That's what ultimately is going to come down to. Left guard. Listen, mm-hmm. thanks. Thank you, Amari, for a, a decent time in Dallas. Yeah, he, he saved the Cowboys' season one year. He played hard. Good dude. Didn't make problems. I know one guy said, "Oh well, uh, uh, T.O. and Des Bryant and Amari, they don't like black brash receivers." I'm like. Amari is definitely not in that mold. No, he no. One of the ball more because he's competitive. No, the, the stories are all three answer, different. Yeah. Theo three different was stories. a cancer and a troublemaker and was yeah. causing problems in the locker room. Des Bryant cursed out a coach and F-bombed the coach in front of people, which they didn't take kindly to. Mark Cooper was just overpaid. Yeah, you know what? that's it. Sorry, like all the yeah. best to you. But that's yeah. it. So, I don't know. It's not the same. All the best to him. Lyle Collins, whatever, man. He got paid. That's all he cares about, apparently. So, Mm -hmm. see you later.
But listen, I'm hoping the Cowboys turn turn the corner this year and do what we got to do, baby. Well, I don't want one playoff victory. I don't want two playoff victories. I want a Super Bowl win. I don't, everything out less than that. Unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Last year, McCarthy. Sean Payton is looming large, baby. Yep. Mm-hmm. Looming large. All right. Listen, this is another Cowboys and Coffee podcast. It's a designated report joint. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can find your podcasts. We're there. D, another episode in the books. That's mm-hmm. it, baby. On to the next one. All right. I love you. Give my daughter in law hug and kisses. And the little fella, we're going to have to work on some of his left-handed moves like his grandfather, (laughs) me. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Guys, everyone listening, peace. Peace.